0: Leader for Good. Let's talk mission, meaning, and making a difference. Welcome to another episode of the Leader for Good podcast. And by popular request, I'm once again joined by (laughs) Elijah. And um, he suggested that we talk about overwork, which has nothing to do whatsoever with what I've been doing lately. Uh, So with that Mm -hmm. disclaimer out of the way, how about you uh, begin, since it was your suggestion.
1: So the idea that there's overwork, I think we're kind of aware of it generally, where if someone's just working all the time, they're kind of stressed out, they're a bit running ragged, or if it's just like really late (laughs) in the day that... (laughs) (laughs) This has nothing to do with you lately, I'm sure, and you're uh, trying to finish things.
0: Yeah. So I guess one thing that is challenging for me, because I really love what I do, is to figure out when am I working because I'm really passionate about it, and when is it sort of like overwork that's coming from a not-so-helpful place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's actually something where passion can be kind of like challenging in, in a way that purpose isn't cuz then we think of passion as sort of like it's the fuel well you can have too much fuel you know like everything can kind of like go go up in flames which is not a good idea if it's ourselves that we're talking about
1: yeah and i've seen different advice on this some some people like i think you were saying in one of the courses you took they're like well if you're feeling the passion just you know ride it just get you know roll with it and and get as far as you can while you're feeling just really inspired Uh, I've also seen advice where it's like, well, no, what's better to do is some consistent amount every day. That way, uh, you know, just, and it can actually help with creativity if you're just consistently giving yourself time to be writing or working on something and so forth.
0: Yeah, honestly, I mean, the more I read about it, the less I think that uh, working consistently each day is actually how humans tend to roll. Because, I mean, if Hmm. we look at it, it's, human work used to be like very cyclical, you know, like there used to be times when you did a lot, um, you know, maybe because it was harvest season or or something like that. And then there were times when there wasn't really much to do. Um, so personally, maybe it's also type thing, you know, like maybe some people actually, for for them, it's helpful to write each day. And, and I do think it's helpful to have something like writing each day, because if you give yourself more opportunities to write, you'll have more Output, right? Um, so when I wrote my book, I actually did write every day, but it wasn't necessarily at a specific time. And it wasn't always, some days I felt more inspired and I just wrote a ton more. I, I made mm-hmm. sure to hit my minimum writing goal, but um, it wasn't like, yeah.
1: Maybe it's a thing like polarity management where there's values of consistency and there's pa- values of just following your passion. And it could even be the case that, you know, for I think both Bear and I, if we work too long, we tend to have certain negative effects where we have a hard time falling asleep may maybe a little bit more crabby uh, and, and so forth. But sometimes, yeah, maybe it's just worth uh, going for that, despite the fact that there may be limitations, because when you're really rolling, it can feel really joyous to be completing something and to be making really good progress.
0: I, yeah. So, so one thing that I found for myself, which maybe is also helpful to other people, is, um, you know like, am I working because A, there's a deadline or something that's actually like a real deadline and not just, you know, like one of those fake deadlines that we um, maybe set for ourselves? Um, you know, then it, it really might make, make sense to just push to, to get that done. Or is it like, am I doing this to avoid something? You know, is there something that I don't want to look at? In which case, it probably would make sense to stop and look at it. Um, and and I think um, the thing with work is and overwork is that I think workaholism is basically the only addiction that's completely societally acceptable and actually even celebrated. Mm-hmm. And we've both been reading a couple of very interesting articles um, that we can also link below about how I ir- Interestingly enough, nowadays in the US, the most privileged people actually work the most, which if you look at human history, wasn't the case, right? Like the thing about being in the having high status, being in a position of power in the past, meant you got others to do the work for you, which is like, you know, we tend to say, hey, the pharaohs built the pyramids. Um, I'm sure they didn't put one single stone there. So they didn't do (laughs) anything, probably. I mean.
1: Oh, then command others, right? Maybe kill them if they don't comply.
0: Yeah, and basically in this article, it said how you know, like, rich American men are actually like the workaholics of the world, and how they work outwork basically every other group. Mm -hmm. Even and and it doesn't seem to be like oh they are in that group because they work so much. It seems like they keep on working even though they don't have to. Um, which is fascinating if you think about that, you know, like, is that healthy? Is it not healthy? Like, what does that say about work? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Most of them probably aren't having passion, you know, line job, passion, you know, jobs that they're actually genuinely passionate about and aligned with their purpose and, and so forth. At least the people I was reading about in this article, it didn't seem that way. It's like it more like a status competitive thing, which not that comp- being competitive is all bad, but if that's your main driver, you know, what do you really get from being one up or one down? I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah, I read this really amazing article um uh, which was called the most successful people. I think the headline was something like the most successful people are the ones you've never heard of by Ryan Holiday. And he basically talked about people who, you know, like you know, people who are mentioned in history books. And how if you look at it, their lives really aren't all that great. Um, So I think one example he mentioned of how Alexander the Great apparently um, accidentally killed his friend, his best friend, while he was drunk. And then I think Hmm. he died at age like 31, which so, you know, is that success? Is that real success? I guess that's up for everybody to decide.
1: it's not how you typically define it, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: I wouldn't define it that way, but I guess it really depends on the definition of success. So, yeah, I'm not sure if we can do a lot here other than raise a lot of questions, because I think ultimately everybody needs to find their own answer. Um, yeah, do you have any advice on how to navigate work and overwork, and how to stop? How to know when to stop?
1: I think one thing is just to take a break now and then and to just to check in with how you're feeling and, you know, like take a few deep breaths uh, and just sense like if I stop now, would I just be really tired or would I be really okay? And if you're kind of going, but if you feel like if you stop, you'd be exhausted, that's probably a sign that you could stop because you're probably just kind of on a bit of a high and, and riding the high. If you feel like, yeah, well, I could go, I could stop, but, you know, I think I'll go, then that's probably a better indication. So I think some of it's just being sensitive to yourself and uh, you know what, what's feeling right for you next.
0: Yeah. And I think also maybe learning how you tend to roll. So, I mean, I think some people really do these like longer sessions where they go really deep into one topic and then, you know, they don't stop until they that wave has broken. And others are kind of like doing 20 minute sprints or something. And it doesn't really matter which one you do as long. As it's they're sort of like the one that works for you and you're not trying to go against your own rhythm and personality.
1: Yeah, and for things where culturally it's often, you talk about like the, like the, you know, writers as being like suffering and some of those things, it's, it's very helpful to question those assumptions. Cause there's people I, you know, I've read about and even my own experience where I write and it's like. It's fine. It's not this tremendous thing where it's almost like the starving artist or the tortured raider. I mean, there's some of these things where it almost t- glorifies typically. suffering. And, and like, like yeah. to do this right, you need to be really in discomfort.
0: And typically it's actually more uncomfortable to avoid doing something that you really think you should be doing. So I, uh, <laughs> um, I think was it a Douglas Adams who said it takes a lot of time to not write a book. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I really tried to follow that advice and I'm like, you know, this probably takes longer not doing it than just doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, so those were a couple of our thoughts on work and overwork. And to summarize that, um, it seems that at least in the U.S. work, there, there's actually like something that we could call workism or that has been called workism and um, where... Basically, work is almost becoming a status symbol and we're strangely enough, the most privileged ones are the ones who work the most, in stark contrast to the past, we've talked about, you know, we've raised questions about what does success actually mean to you personally, and uh, then we've also talked about um, a distinction that can help in terms of knowing whether, it, whether you're overworking or whether you're just really passionate about something and you might want to get go- uh, keep going. And the distinction is basically, you know, do you feel tired? Would it be okay to stop? And if you would be okay with stopping, then there's maybe not that obsession there, because overwork can also mean that you're trying to avoid something. Uh, which I've never done, by the way, just for the record. <laughs> okay, so if you liked this, um, <laughs> if you liked this and uh, would like to hear a bit more about my story and how I started creating work I love, um, I'll um, link to another video where I talk about that. Um, yeah, so I'll see you in that video if you're interested. Bye. As always, you can get the show notes for this episode at leaderforgood forward/podcast.